Hey Siri, what fantasy sports podcast should I listen to? Beast the Odds. Fantasy sports and sports investing with your host, 12-time DFS champion qualifier and counting, 5-time MLB Fantasy Pros HR champion, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back years, highest-rated NFL Fantasy Pros expert MVP seasons in Peyton Manning 2013, Matt Ryan 2016, Tom Brady 2017. Highest-rated NBA Fantasy Pros expert rookie seasons, Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Mantra Thomas. Beast Home Nation! It's August 20th, 2020, and another episode of Beast the Odds. Fantasy sports and sports investing. We are joined... <laughs> I love it. We are joined by the chosen one, Joel Israel. Joel, welcome. Nah, it's still the depressed one. Until the Lakers win a game, I'm depressed. Well, do you feel a little bit better after the Clippers just losing to the Mavericks? Yes. Maybe I should change it to the relieved one because everybody loses one once in a while. It feels like in these playoffs, every team is splitting the series. The only series that seems to be wrapped up is that Brooklyn-Toronto series. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's definitely wrapped up. You, you, there's another one, too, in my opinion. Well, let's... Okay, what's the other one? Oh, the Sixers are done. Oh, I agree. Let's talk yeah. about both those games. So, Brooklyn, I mean, they had a chance. They started out hot. They were up at halftime. But right. then Fred Van Fleet got on fire in the second half. Oof. Yeah, he, Fred Van Fleet, he, he was great. Um, that game in general just is like the most boring of all the playoff series though you know who had a breakout performance was your ucla guy norman of powell of course of course that's when you know you're in trouble when norman powell is dominating you you got major problems yeah norman powell had a going out game uh joe harris actually left the bubble right. after the game knocked oh, out really yeah I didn't he's even gone hear that. yeah right after the game he decided he needed to go back for what? I, I forgot what the reason was, but it's a personal reason. Kyrie had to talk to him in person. <laughs> well, the truth is, is the rest of the team will be joining him pretty soon. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter, but still. Yeah, anybody with some talent that's going to play next year, Joe Harris fits in. They're like, no, we're not playing them. Good game to go out on, yeah. though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he yeah definitely, definitely. So do, do you think next year the Nets are top three teams? Oh, least? you know, I picked them to win the championship earlier in the year when... Uh, with the hopes of Kevin Durant coming back. At the end? Well, it was like the midway point, you know, midway around the All-Star point, right. break. He's but, still out. Yeah, but, you know, they'll be next season championship. Yeah, I just sure. saw a picture of him in a wheelchair. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. He's walking. And other NBA action, the Denver Nuggets lost to the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell caught fire in that third quarter. Yeah, he's been the MVP of the, of the playoffs so far. He He's... He's, he was amazing. And when it's on, it's on for him. He's got the green light. Yeah, and to be able to carry an entire team against the Nuggets. Right. You liked Gobert's defense today. I did, I did. I thought they were definitely pulling him away from the basket like we talked about. But he found a way to get back to the basket and really contribute. I thought he was a tremendous defensive presence. Yeah, you were talking about how they have him like guarding Millsap and then come help right. I saw it completely. You, you know what You know what else I saw in today's game, though? I saw Jamal Murray run a team, not just be a scorer. 
And I'm just really impressed with how well Jamal Murray's playing. He has more in the tank. He's holding back. But they need him to be a scorer. He wasn't a scorer today. And right. They- Got right, destroyed. but he's been facilitating very well in the last two games. Yeah, definitely. It, it, especially in the first game, he played facilitator, and then in the fourth, he became the scorer, and that was very... That's when he's at his best. He's a true scorer. Yeah. Because I don't... I never thought of him as a point guard at all. I always saw him as a shooting guard. Like, more Allen too. Iverson than than Jason Kidd, right? Yeah, and he throws those random big dunks also from time to time. Yeah, yeah. He knocks down a ton of threes. But I was really impressed with him. I've been really impressed with him throughout this playoffs. Michael Porter Jr. came back to life. Right, he did. He was better. That didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. Other action, the Celtics destroyed the 76ers. You said that series is done. I have to be in agreement there, but Joel Embiid, Definitely doing his best Shaquille O'Neal impersonation right. to keep 34 and 10. 34 and 10. And but only like three quarters, too. Yeah. I mean, the, the truth is is that it's not his fault. It's such a waste because, you know, he, he's probably not going to have a very long career because of his injury history. And they're just wasting this year on, like, bad team decisions. No one likes to talk about how much the, the, the Sixers messed up more than I do. Yeah, we mention every episode, or you mention every episode. Yeah. And the last game of the night, the Dallas Mavericks took down the Clippers, even with Luka in foul trouble, pretty much the entire second half. Yeah, it, they didn't even need him in that third quarter there. That fourth quarter. And the fourth. And but the it started in the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it started yeah. in the third. Like, yeah. it started with Seth Curry. Right? Uh-huh. And then finished with Seth Curry, too. Oh, but, and Trey Burke also. Yeah, Seth Curry and Trey Burke, they came in and played really well. Um, the Clippers just didn't seem focused. Right? It's more the, what the Clippers aren't doing than what the Mavs are doing. Is that fair to well, say? Well, they had no Paul George, basically. For right. Zero points in the first right. half, foul trouble, and then just bricking everything. Right. And he was emotionally out of control, which is pretty rare to see for him. Because yeah. he's usually he's such a smooth basketball player, but... He was, he got a technical. He was adamantly berating referees through most of the second half. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm a little disappointed with his effort, personally. He's got his own sneaker. He can't be messing up in the NBA playoffs like that. Can't be catching an attitude. They they give you the calls anyways, Paul George. (laughs) Let's go into full court press. We got another... We got another four-game slate tonight. It starts with the Heat and the Pacers, and I got to say, that first game, Jimmy Butler just looked like an MVP. Yeah, he looked really good, especially what he did to uh, the bubble MVP runner-up, TJ Warren. I mean, TJ still had his points, but Butler did limit him. He was limited drastically. I mean, the Heat's got a major advantage in this series. The, The Pacers are not a good team. They, they just are in the playoffs because there's no one better. Oladipo had the eye injury early, missed pretty much the entire yeah. second half. He's expected to be back. Yeah, he looked at someone, and he had to come out of the game injured. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ola, they, they were kind of in that game for a majority of it. It was they were, they close. Were, so with Oladipo were. back, it could be interesting. Right. I, Butler made some big shots at the end. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy is his over-under for points in that game was 27.5, and that last bucket he hit put him at 28. Right. You know he's a 23% three-point shooter on the season? That's on the lower side. Yeah. But it looks good when he makes it. He buried those. Yeah, his jumper is not always always reliable. That's why he didn't feel like he fit in well with the Sixers. Right. Because a lot of his opportunities were either back to the basket 
or or open jumpers off Embiid, and that's just not who he is as a player. Yeah, he, he just wants to run the show, right. have the paint open. Another dumb mistake. Who's the GM of that retarded team? Oh, right. One of the most notorious losers of all time, Elton Brand. <laughs> Former Clipper and Bull. Yeah, prime loser. Prime losers. With Without uh, the rest of the Heat roster, it really seems like I don't know. Everyone's just stepping up, doing their thing. Hero looks great. Goran Dragic looks really good. Right. Last from the past. His hair is getting gray. It made right. me feel a little older. You think the Lakers second. should try to sign him next year? I mean, his defense is not good. We'll get to the Lakers right. in a bit. Uh, no, I saw an article on it. That's why I mentioned it. You know what was interesting is that they put Andre Iguodala in at the four for a lot of a lot of the crucial minutes in the fourth quarter. Right. That was interesting. Good. That's also good analysis. Uh, but he he doesn't bring anything to the table. Not on fancy like, level. No. Just a defender and good. How did veteran. how did Hero do again? He, he had like fifteen. 15 yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was he's making yeah. some big shots in the no, fourth he, quarter. No, he he fits in well in the series. This series, what you want to say five game series. Uh, Indiana's going to make it close, and it seems like any game can go any way these days with the way sure. things are going. Sure. Miles Turner did a good job. Well, Bam won that matchup like you predicted. Right. Do you expect Turner to give it another go or Bam to take it again? Uh, Bam. Bam. Bam to take it again? Yeah. And Brogdon had a monster game. Right. Miles Turner gets traded at the end of the season, by the way. Once for sense of bonus, we'll take that spot. Sabonis is... Is the team does better with Sabonis in than him. He's getting traded. Everybody knows it, so that's the biggest problem. Is they're probably not going to get good value for him. Okay. Unless they have to trade him because they're not going to sign him, and he's going to walk in free agency the year after that. They, they trade him next year. He has a, a year left on his contract after that. He's done in the summer. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, it really does come down, though, to Brogdon running this show because he's got the best matchup of them all. Old Depot's going up against Butler, right. TJ Warren against Crowder and Iggy, and Bam against Miles Turner. So, let's say our winner. Three, two, one. Miami. Going to Miami. Well, we're actually, every time I say that, we actually are in Florida. So, uh, yeah, close know, enough. Right? <laughs> Oklahoma City, Houston Rockets. It doesn't even matter, like, saying the, t- the city name. It's Thunder right. Rockets. My, all my logic for this series, I I mean, I, did I make myself look stupider in, in any other podcast than this matchup right here? You know, it's okay. It's, you'll but, bounce but, back. But you know what? I'm sorry. The Rockets played the best defense they've ever played in the last 10 years Yeah, in that first game. When... Do we, when does that ever happen? You know what, to me, the big problem was is Shy Gilgis Alexander was shy. He, like, he was scared of the moment. Right. I don't think Chris Paul did enough scoring, though. Like, if there's a certain point in the game when it's like, Chris, baby, you got to put the ball in the hole because no one else is going to. He did drop like around like 22 points, but he did start slow from the shooting. They really relied on Danilo Gallinari to be the offensive guy, and he was delivering right. also. Right. Lots of touches, no more Italian dinners right. from mom. By the way, Chris Paul has a history of kind of being, he had one of the worst shooting, he had the worst shooting day of his career in that last game, in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Okay, so it also is a major reflection of just Chris Paul being a bad playoff point guard. He, he never performs in the playoffs. I mean, I'm going to blame Doc for those years with the Clippers, with them not performing. 
You really think it's not the talent? Because I he feel played. like I feel like they're they were a regular season team because at the end of the day, Chris Paul's overrated. Blake Griffin was overrated. DJ or he was overrated. He wasn't playing DJ enough minutes. I remember I just it was like five years ago, so I don't remember exactly. Right. And also Austin Rivers was just horrible on that squad. Right, it was like three over. years ago. No, it was like, like four. Like really, it's like twenty fifteen. Think about it. They had one shitty te- shitty year last year, and then they got Kawhi and Paul George this year. Before that, they Chris Paul played for the Clippers. Right, but that was like two years ago because he's on Houston before that. How many years was he? Oh on yeah, Houston? I guess you're right. So it's two like, years of bad Clipper ball. Anyways, it's like tw- anyways. Austin Rivers in this matchup, they're going up against each other true, again. True, true, But let's talk about the Thunder offense. Does Shai Gilgis Alexander become more aggressive, or is it going to be the Danilo Gallinari show? Adams, you were right about him. Monster on the boards. But not monster enough. I actually was really disappointed with his... Con- you didn't... I'm sure he got a lot of rebounds, but you didn't feel the effects of him in the game. Like, remember when Shaq was playing, he dominated yeah, the but whole, Adams isn't the whole of style of basketball. Okay, he's not Shaquille O'Neal, but I thought he would have a similar effect. Just, I thought he would put a shadow over half the basketball court, you know, with his presence, because he's so much bigger than everybody else. He just got, like, 15 rebounds. He didn't get, like, 21 rebounds. And in contrast, P.J. Tucker actually had a really solid game and may Great have not played him. Great I yeah. th- That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Covington, Danilo. Covington had absolutely no points in the first half. I think, like, five for the game. Is he just a guy who's just a spot-up shooter, and that's really all he's become? I mean, I think he brings a lot on the defensive end. Right. But, but on offense... But, Look, he's always been a very good spot-up shooter, so it's not fair to say that he's not a good spot-up shooter or that's who he only is. But it's what... Sure, you know, he's a 3 and D guy. There's nothing wrong with that. He's a good at 3 and D guy. He is. I loved him back in the 76ers days. Yeah, he was the only good player on that team. Yeah. Uh, Eric Gordon had a breakout game. Probably will do it again, right? No one can really stop him on OKC when they have so much attention on James Harden. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, is Billy Donovan one of the better coaches or not? Because are the Thunder going to come back and play the way I thought they should have in the first game? Like, I thought they should win this series, but the truth is, is that they really just shit the bed. Schroeder and Shai Gilgis just both disappeared. They were not ready for that game. Totally agree. And Nerlens Noel picked up early foul trouble, threw him out of the whatever advantage he brings. But Jeff Green, against his former team, had the breakout game himself. Let's bring this in. Let's bring in our pick. Okay, three, two, one. Houston Rockets. We have liftoff. Fantasy sports and sports investing. Had to throw that in. Third game of the get night. Well, it is the slate. The slate. The slate. Fantasy sports and sports investing. The slate. The Milwaukee Bucks, Orlando Magic. I'm just going to say Bucks lost that game because Giannis played point forward. Embarrassing game. Giannis played point forward and everyone just stood around and watched him and Giannis didn't take it to the rim. He's just. Yeah, no, we actually talked about this on our last podcast how they reverted back to their pre bud hole. Mike Budenholzer days. Sorry, his name is so long, I forgot it halfway through. <laughs> um, and they it just went to one-on-one ball, no team defense, no team offense. Yeah, Brooke Lopez could not guard Vuce. Yeah, I mean, hey, Mike, 
That's on you, bro. If they I, gotta pass the ball. If I were the Bucks defending this whole pick and roll, I'd just put Giannis on Nikola. Yeah, but more importantly, they need to move without the basketball. Yeah. You you gotta run an offense. Pass the ball to the this part of the floor, two people cut on the opposite end. It's really not hard. Not only that, Bledsoe's gotta play more than 30 minutes and Middleton has to play more than 30 minutes. These guys need to be playing 37. Uh, I totally agree. I, I mean, for for the magic to beat you with, with a did Fournier have zero points? How many? He had ze- nine in the th- fourth quarter, but Nine zero. in the fourth, right. But zero going into that. So, I'm sorry, but without Aaron Gordon, that's embarrassing. That's not anything the Magic are doing. That's something, something's wrong with the Bucks. Just like the way the Lakers can't shoot, there's something wrong with the Bucks chemistry. And... The real question is, is Aaron Gordon coming back? That is the real question, because with him, he's a game difference maker without a doubt. He's questionable right now. We'll get another update as we get closer. Mm-hmm. If Aaron Gordon plays, he might be good enough to stop Giannis with how unaggressive Giannis is playing these days. Though, will Giannis just come out and beast mode it because they're down one nothing and he's not about to lose to the Magic in the first round? I think him beast moding it would be a big mistake because, like we were saying before, their team basketball is what what did them That's so true. well, and like they need to revert back to that. That's true, but I'm I feel like the the ego factor is gonna get to Giannis here. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen. Honestly, if the Orlando Magic beat the Milwaukee Bucks in this series, that no one would have saw that coming. Well, okay, is Nikola going to have another monster game? Do the Bucks figure it out? They were playing Marvin Williams a lot, but Marvin Williams really could not defend Vuk on the post. Yeah, terrible. It, Lopez got burned a lot. I, why, don't, why don't you just put uh, Antetokounmpo Yeah, that's on. what I was saying. Just put Giannis on him. It's your only option. Yeah, great. Giannis is a really great player on both sides of the court. Connington seemed to play some bigger minutes down the stretch. You like Connington's game? I'm a huge fan of Pat Connington. That guy, if if he if he because he's white, he is underrated. Give me an NBA compare comparison. Uh, like of a black guy or, or just, just like a yeah what well, play? Because he's a people think of him as a spot up shooter, but he he's actually he he can really jump. He's a really he has a really great vertical leap, so it's kind of hard to say. Um, Gary Harris. Gary Harris isn't a bad example, but I think Gary Harris brings more in the defensive. Yeah, end. I agree. Um, but offensively, very similar to Gary Harris, I'd say. See, that's a lot of credit he's getting, and there's guys like DiVincenzo, Corver. Well, Corver doesn't play D, but Corver's three point shot is always just so money. The 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 Milwaukee bench was terrible. Dude. Yeah, they look flat. Yeah, Vincenzo brought nothing. Nothing. Marvin Williams, I don't know if he even works in this offense. Kyle Korver should retire. Um, He took a bad shot to the nose. Yeah. Let's talk about the Magic's four guards because they were the difference makers. Markel Fultz, Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross, DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine looked great. I think he had double-digit assists in this one. Right. I mean, I'm surprised Augustine doesn't start. That's yeah, Fultz is way better off the bench as a sixth man. I just I think it's an ego thing for Fultz. Starting, he plays better as a starter because of who he sees himself. Okay. Um, DJ Augustine has come off the bench for a lot of teams. He knows he's the better player. He plays probably more minutes than Fultz. But they were starting Augustine 
to end the season. This yeah, is a, a, a new thing they were true. doing. Why are they doing this? I don't now? know. Maybe to let Terrence Ross have the green light with the second unit more because Terrence Ross looked good. He doesn't right, even, right, t- right, he didn't right. even take a lot of shots, but he still had like 18 points. He was playing good D. He's just so smooth. This is his chance to show that he can be a starter. Do you see him being a starter ever again? Um, yeah, uh, Augustine. Probably no, no, not. Terrence Ross. Oh, Terrence Ross. Yeah, sure. He, he easily. I mean, Ennis. He, Ennis played well. By the way, you know who else played well for the Magic that we're not talking about? Iwandu. Iwandu yeah, yeah. played well against Antetokounmpo. Yeah, a lot of and aggression. That made a difference. That made it, and I was right. Ken Birch does match up well with Antetokounmpo. He well. Birch was in foul trouble. Yeah, he didn't but do he's anything. a big guy. He he helps. He he scared Giannis from driving to the lane. And that's a big, that's big, good enough. That's, that's a a good D. Yeah. That's good D. Last two guys I want, three guys I want to talk about. Eric Bledsoe. He didn't really come to play. Do you see him coming to play? He did. He had his moments, but he wasn't dominant. Right. Another guy, Clipper, like Chris Paul who just absolutely has never really been a playoff performer. Was he even ever in the playoffs? Yeah, before last Milwaukee? year. I mean, before he, Milwaukee? No, he wasn't. Yeah. And he was terrible last year. He yeah, was epically that's... terrible. One of the, the biggest underachievers in the playoffs last season, Eric Bledsoe. I didn't think he... And here he comes again, blowing it, blown it again. He didn't. He didn't look horrible. He just didn't really take that many shots and right. played under thirty minutes. But I could. I feel you. He he needs to step it up and be a superstar. Middleton. He had a rough game. James Ennis the third played some amazing defense to not let Middleton be comfortable. But it's really Giannis just being a ball hog, and that messed right. with Brooke Lopez also. Right. 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 Totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about, it and you you nailed it on the head. Right. All right, let's give our pick. Three, two, one. Milwaukee. Orlando. I'm going to do it. I think Milwaukee's got... They, I don't think they're invested mentally. I don't think they're going to start being invested mentally until, until the game after this. Wow, that is a bold call for Someone's the Someone's got to make them. Someone's got to make them. Someone does have to make them. Someone's got to make them. So do you see Vuk being an MVP again, monster game, or is it going to be the four guards that really do Vuk is you? a monster. Okay. All right, I like it. Also, Gary Clark, very great contributions from Gary Clark. Yeah, he was making game. every shot. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. seen him shoot that good in his life. All right, life. the last game, let's talk about it, where the heart is. Everybody wants to hear. The Portland Trailblazers and the L.A. Lakers. Lakers dropped the first game. They could not buy a bucket. And the whole, pretty much the entire game, to be honest. And they yeah. let Portland stick around, right. and then Portland pulled away in the end. Lillard got hot, hit a shot right. from half court. The Lakers did everything they had to do, except, you know, Kobe used to call it ripping the heart out of the opponent. Uh, after the Sacramento Kings series, they went up 3 nothing On the fourth game at halftime, they interviewed him and they said, what's the plan? They're up 25 by that point, right? Mm-hmm. That's the year they only lost one game in the playoffs. Okay. He said, we're going to rip their hearts out. And the Lakers didn't do that. They they took they, – it was like a classic boxing match of, like, heavyweights. They took blow after blow by the Trailblazers and gradually and played the long game and, and really just came back slowly, punching them, punching them, got over the hump, took the lead, and then they shit the bed. They just didn't – they didn't get the knockout punch in that that the Blazers just 
they when they finally got their chance, they did it. A big part of why the Lakers weren't able to make that run is because Whiteside was just locking down the paint. Yeah. LeBron could not get up like he used to and just like completely dominate him and jump right. in his face. And Whiteside had five blocks. Anthony Davis was missing wide open threes. They yes. Anthony Davis needs to hit a, hit some of those threes. They're giving it to him. He's got to hit it. I've seen him hit it a bunch of times. And you know what? LeBron and AD they need to make their free throws. Yeah. Bad for free throw night for both of them. We were taught we were watching the game and that knuckleball cam on yeah, that LeBron yeah, free throw. That was terrible. That was that was an error. They were not supposed to show yeah. that. I. Uh, Here's why I feel the Lakers definitely lost this game. Danny Green, Contavious uh, Caldwell-Pope, and Alex Caruso. They got to play Dion Waiters in that rotation. Danny Green's feet were slow. He looked bad. KCP. I mean, these guys didn't make any shot. Right. And, you know, that and Kuzma. Kuzma had an open three late. Danny Green had an open three late. They didn't stick it. No. And you know what? It's... They're not going to play Waiters in this series, I don't think. I really don't believe they're going to play Waiters. They need his offense. They need Kuzma and Green and Pope to hit that three-pointer when they're open. The Steve Kerr three. Like, you're open. You're going to get it because you're not LeBron James or AD. Just make the shot, man. You're wide open. Rajon Rondo might be back for this game. He throws a Do, pass. Doesn't back. it scare you? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Doesn't it scare you that this has been the problem for the Lakers, the whole bubble? Well, and I feel like that's about to change because when Rondo throws you a pass, it just you just feel like you're going to make it. You know, there's an extra factor. That's why he's got so many assists. Okay. Sure. So it's a badge in NBA 2K. There's some players when you throw a pass right. with them, they'll the other guy will make their shot. Better. Over and under, Krista or uh, Costa Antetokounmpo contributes in this game. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely just have him to lure Giannis away. When yeah, he's but no, that, it's gonna work. They're gonna need Giannis. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Blazers. Lillard, McCollum. Lillard took over the first half. McCollum took over the second half. Mello hit some shots here and there. Nurk was phased by Dwight Howard more than anyone. Right, and you know what? That's not going to change. I'm sorry, but Nurk, Nurk isn't going to play better. Dwight Howard was impressive. He's such a manimal out there. That was impressive. What he did was impressive. You, you know what? The other thing is that... The Lakers need to change their starting lineup. McGee is not going to contribute in this series. It's time to take him out. You're not fooling anybody with him. You're just wasting time. They should play McGee when Whiteside's in the game as the only five. They match up pretty well. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. We need to take advantage of the fact that Wayne Gabriel's in the game. He starts. He's starting for them. That is terrible. And he's guarding that, Anthony Davis. And also. does nothing. He does not. He's good for nothing. nothing. He's not a good rebounder. Nope. He's not a great shot blocker. None. He's definitely not an offensive player. No. It. It's amazing. Why is he even in the NBA? Well, what they were doing is as you watch is they just put Whiteside in after four minutes. Right. And, and I know Whiteside he's in there because AD. because uh, the big white kid Zach Collins is out. Right. But man. Wayne Gabriel is not a long-term solution. But they Lakers need to capitalize. Carmelo Anthony hit that monster three-pointer yep, at the end of the yep. game. And he did it again in the Memphis game. The the When Lillard starts hitting those threes and then he starts penetrating and the defense collapse on him, 
it leaves Carmelo Anthony wide open. And if Carmelo's been able to do anything in his career, it's hit an open jump shot. Yeah, and to leave him open is just beyond ridiculous. Right, right. Do you see Lillard, McCollum, Anthony all having strong games once again? Well, I didn't think Damian Lillard had the strongest game, actually. I thought he phased out of the game and then phased back in once the Lakers didn't do what they were supposed to do. Right, he had... So, I don't think Damian Lillard had a great game. He had a great first half. I thought McCollum looked really good in the second half. Yeah. Um... They kind of do that thing where McCollum gets a half, Lillard gets a half. Exactly. But, but the truth of the matter is, is that I don't really. Danny Green on McCollum is a bad matchup because Danny Green's a good defender, but he's not going to stick with a, with CJ McCollum after McCollum has his twentieth dribble. Yeah, he can guard like a Chris Middleton. Right. Not yes, a, exactly. Yeah. Like it, it, it would be better for Danny Green to be on Carmelo Anthony yeah. or even. No, I'm not going to say Wayne Gabriel. Gary Trent Jr. He'll lock out, lock him down. Right, exactly. But, you know, and I'd really like to see LeBron exploit his size against their small guards. Like, Carmelo Anthony isn't going to guard LeBron James all game. They're going to have to put, like, they put Gary Trent on him and Carmelo Anthony for most of the game. But they're going to have to guard, CJ and and McCollum are, or sorry, CJ and Lillard are going to have to guard LeBron James. And he should be playing in the post against them. Well, I mean, LeBron was getting to the paint, but then Whiteside was there, and he had to pass the ball, right, and then right. everyone Although was he missing. was so good at it. He made brilliant passes. Yeah. Remember that pass? He made, after the, he made three, like, in-the-paint bounce passes that were just genius. And then Marquise, after the fourth one, like, he didn't see it coming. Like, have, have you been watching this game? All he's doing is getting really deep penetration Sucking in the center and pouncing it in between his legs. Making amazing passes. Amazing passes. And, and the way he LeBron facilitated, and I thought the Lakers played a really mature basketball game. Like, they didn't panic when they when the Blazers came out with, like, with a 15-point lead. They just stuck to what they are going to do. And they also, I think the Lakers are actually the best defensive team in the league right now. What They, they just... Their offense killed them, but what they did defensively, I thought was really pretty good. I don't know, because Lillard was basically walking to the rim, and McCollum was walking to the rim every time at will. Right. They need Avery Bradley back so bad. Real bad, real bad. This it, it, that really hurt us. And and Quinn Cook isn't the answer. <laughs> Caruso got better as the game went on. But I know like you were very critical of him. Factor on offense, completely. right? And you know what, Caruso's another guy. It's like he had that back and forth with LeBron where he cut off of him then fake cut off of him then got open for a three and he bricked it kind of <laughs> at the end like bro that's the one shot you're gonna get you gotta stick it you yeah. gotta stick it man he LeBron needs some help out there especially if he's not particularly sharp does he know how much money is on the line on each of those shots I that mean, he takes? You, do it for Kobe <laughs> do it for Kobe make the shot guys come on Danny Green this is what you do you hit threes baby you were open in the corner, and you blew it. You just blew it. Let's give our pick. Three, two, one. Lakers. Lakers. If the Lakers lose the next game, it's big-time trouble. Big-time trouble. That is all for Beast the Odds tonight. You can listen to us on Spotify. I am Muntradamus. I'm the depressed one. We'll be back soon. Beast. Beast. Fancy sports and sports investing.